Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle, Elliot Danker, Barty Jagdish, and Ryan Huang, uh, leading up slowly and steadily to Chinese New Year's Eve and Chinese New Year itself. Your last few days to wear black, Ryan chose to wear grey. Mm. I've got many grey t-shirts You're on the fence He <laughs> likes staying in grey areas I notice yeah, eh? sure. We it's are more black or white people Between white and black <laughs> We okay. need that sort of balance Don't we? <laughs> Talking about colour this morning yeah. Besides <laughs> that Of course food is a major thing Isn't it? I mean everyone's preparing yeah. To digest their reunion dinners On Monday night mm. Some of us already Digesting Chinese New Year goodies Like okay. uh, pineapple tarts And all yeah, sorts of things <laughs> that, That's me la. I'm a big fan of Your pineapple indulgence, tarts indulgence Yes And, and while investors are digesting many, many mm. other things on the markets today, aside from Chinese New Year goodies, what are those things? Earnings reports among them, right, Right. Yeah, it's been a rather choppy week, if you think about it. We've got many things on the radar. The latest, of course, was what's happened to the Fed. A bit more hawkish than expected. And even now, I think investors are still trying to reassess and digest all the data points and commentary coming through from Fetcher Jerome Powell. A bit more hawkish than expected. So they are trying to prime in more rate hikes down the road and on top of that we've got a rather mixed picture when it comes to how people are viewing the outlook and that's been just sending markets up and down and again overnight we had a roller coaster session and that had tech stocks in focus selling off. So here you have one of the tech earnings coming out that could help to steer the markets in some direction and that comes through from Apple. And typically Apple is one of the bellwethers for the sector and that's because they are a huge part of the industry, not just because of market cap but also because of the ecosystem, the supply chain. So if Apple does well, everyone along the line from vendors, supply chain, um, people and also all suppliers, chip makers, typically they see some form of a bounce when it comes to their trading after Apple reports. So let's take a look at where we are for Apple in their latest quarterly numbers. And we are looking at quite a solid quarter. Apple posting record quarterly sales and that is up 11% to $123.9 billion and that's above expectations of $119.1 billion. Profit also beating expectations so it is really doing well shaking off all those worries about supply chain challenges and shop, uh, chip shortages so it's actually doing uh, well to manage that situation. And you know it's even better because you have your CEO echoing everything that you've just said saying that the supply chain issues are getting mm. better. They, they haven't given like a quarterly guidance and they haven't done so since the start of the pandemic as well. You know, they, they say, you know, it's just uncertain. Be prepared yeah. for that. You have to look at what he actually warned about late last year mm. and he talked about how all these supply chain issues could actually cost Apple $6 billion or more mm. than $6 billion in sales during the holiday quarter. And it turns out it wasn't that bad. So it actually benefited from being able to sell more products. So it looks like people are still big Apple fans. So among the top products, you've got things like the new or latest iPhone 13. The wearables range was doing quite well as well. You're talking about the watch. What do you call the Apple Buds? Apple Buds? Although I'm still using the older iPad model because for years, you know, they had taken oh, away but they all last. 
Yeah, they do. I've had this for about six, seven years. Yeah. The reason I hung on to this was because they took away some of the features, right? The old features like the USB ports and uh, everything. But they've reinstated all that now in their new model. So, yours so I'm, I'm, I'm about to get It's the one, one that still has the jack for the 3.5mm yes. earphones. Yes, oh, wow. correct. <laughs> it does. And it has that magnetic charger. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's coming back. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a little bit longer before I get the new model. So, actually... Apple has had a very good strategy that way. They do listen. For a long time, people were saying, why are you doing this? You're not listening to us. Finally, they listened and they reintroduced some of these features in their new uh, MacBook. Yeah, yeah. They always find a new reason for people to buy their products, either by taking it away or introducing new ones. Mm. So that is, um, <laughs> I guess, how they have been so successful. And just riding out all those supply chain challenges, it is worth noting that there were some bright spots. Everything did well except for iPads. That was down 14%. Looking at the more brighter spots, the wearables division, uh, that was up 13%. If you look at the Mac sales, that was up 25%. It looks like the new MacBook Pro was quite well received by consumers as well as reviewers. Mm. Uh, after traffic, we're going to talk about fish and take things home, right? Uh, but before that, Ryan, just to, to wrap up this segment, uh, we should focus a little on the hospitality sector because we've got a new seven-year deal for F1. Mm. Hotel's yeah. going to be happy. Seven years. And the thing about it is, it's seven years. Typically, these deals are shorter. And I think it's going to be worth watching the hospitality stocks in Singapore today to see if they get a bit of a lift because this means more clarity when it comes to investments. When sponsors, for example, want to invest in F1, they know the roadmap, where it's going mm. and how much they can commit. So they know it's going to be here for quite some time and maybe make bigger investments. So is there something to watch out for for Singapore as, at least? Yeah. Uh, Have you guys been to an F1 race? Yes, yes. Yeah. Way too crowded, way too hot. In <laughs> fact, I'm looking forward to a scaled down version. Okay. Scaled down in the sense that there'll be fewer spectators, sure, right? Sure. It might actually be more fun with fewer people. You yeah. have a point? For the sure. thing with F1 is about the concerts, right? The yeah. stuff around the actual race. So oh, that's more exciting yeah. for me. Who do you want to come to town, man? Mm. Oh, the last concert I enjoyed at F1 was Kylie Minogue and I was dancing and my wow. wife, then girlfriend, was like, <laughs> <laughs> she okay. looked at me weird. I didn't know you know every, all the lyrics to all the Kylie songs. Like, really? You do? I, we got to get you to sing one one day. I Let me pick one. No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, there was one, Can't Get You Out of My Head. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, no, that, that's got a great beat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you rehearse now. No more talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maroon 5 was a big act, yeah, I remember, yeah. the, in the first few years of F1. I think I Mariah Carey was here at one stage as yeah, well. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Looking forward to it. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.